Welcome everyone to this edition of Faces and Feels. This is going to be a very hungover edition. Uh, anybody that knows anything about me knows I've wanted to do a podcast for a very long time. And here I've had my friend Travis come around to help me with it. And now he's going to host it because I <laughs> absolutely cooked. So I sent him homework of a, of a show to watch. I haven't watched it. I, uh, <laughs> in a long time, I have done no preparation whatsoever. Uh, we had a very big night. The pubs reopened last night and it was going to be a few quiet pints, but that turned into going somewhere else, which turned into a few quiet rums, which turned into a few quiet tequila shots, the biggest tequila shots I've ever seen in my life. Um, with the fabulous mad drumming guy who we work with here, he finally got me. <laughs> to go somewhere with him and consume alcohol and anybody that knows him knows he likes to party. So it ended up with me and him sitting on the balcony out here at 4am drinking whiskey right on top of all that stuff. What a mix. And so here's Travis. Take it away, Travis. <laughs> I got extra homework in bringing your hash browns. Yeah, well, that's true. He also <laughs> he also made a reasonable – he asked how many I wanted. I'm like, as many that can fit in your car. And he made what he thought was a reasonable request – Maccas uh, completely disagreed and he had to sit in the bay waiting while they made five additional hash browns, which I... Hang on. Hang on, got left. you got three left. I've still got three left. Mm. This is the ASMR portion yeah, of I'm, the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Rustling th- cardboard bags. Well, you know, it's an audio experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> put that in... St- I'll, I'll get it in the mix and it'll go left and right stereo. It'll be, be very special. Uh, the dogs are being well behaved now. After barking for a good hour that you've been here, they've calmed down. So now we're going to, I don't know, before we even talk so about the show. About what was my what was my homework? Oh, no, you go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, what we were going to talk about and what we will talk about is GCW's two-cup stuff. So Travis has been getting back into wrestling um, and out of the game. Yeah, he's been out of the game for a long time. So, so let's start with your a brief history of Travis's like interest in wrestling and how you sort of got into it. Because I found this pretty interesting. Because you came into it from the WCW side, where I was oh, into WWE. Yeah, so far, so yeah. long ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like this is before I was born. My dad grew up on a farm, like just farm folk. Yeah, his dad, my granddad. Super into wrestling. I don't know if it was the old WWWF or yeah. what it was at the time, but see, he apparently used to sit in his like recliner and every time someone got punched, he'd go, oh, oh, oh. He just loved it. He believed. Oh, that was sweet. He believed. Did you ever get a chance to talk about it with him or was he he'd long oh, since passed? Like, when you... I think he, he died when I was five. Yeah, right. So yeah. But before you kind yeah. of... Ages ago. Well, look at this, making him proud. I know, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Reinvestigate, it's in the blood. (laughs) It's farmer, he'll be looking down and go like, what is this dickhead doing? Yeah, exactly, he should be out tilling Tilling the field. field. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why we both chose tilling as the the way of that. But there you go. speaking through us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And I I think I told you, like, we got into it kind of much the same way. You were saying you got back into it through VHS tapes, right? Like, you used to be able to get it. Oh, yeah, we used to, like, so... Dad and mum used to be into it for ages. We used to watch WCW. Your mum was into it as well. Yeah, my mum was it not was a, into it. It was a family event, man. I right. don't know if my sister used to watch it. I think yeah. she did because I remember, apparently there's a story, I don't remember it, yeah. but uh, my sister went into school or something and she had like 
a Kevin Nash figurine oh, or something sick. like that. Sick, yeah, because like, we're talking NWO ours. kind of yeah, era. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh-huh. All through that. Like, like, we watched WCW to the end. Yeah. And it was garbage. Through the like, absolute we, darkest we, we, days. We were, <laughs> we were loyal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we kind of jumped over to WWF when it, the invasion happened. How did, which, but. So for you, when that happened, when Shane McMahon rocks up on WCW... And he's like, guess what? We own this shit. <laughs> like, were you just like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, like, I, like I, th- I was only like, what, 10 when that happened? Yeah, I don't right, really right. remember it. But yeah. I remember just kind of being like, oh. like, we'd always, I don't know what it was. I don't know if dad had watched WWF and didn't like it yeah. or what, but we never watched it. And like, there was kind of a bias against it. So I remember Hilarious. when yeah. we started watching it, it was kind of like, oh, we got to. Like WCW's gone, we gotta watch this now. Like, ah, oh, ah, oh. and I, I don't know. I remember, yeah. like, I was ten years old. I didn't give a shit. I was just like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah, I yeah. So, so before WCW was taken over by WWE, you didn't watch it at all. No. You watched the entire th- like Monday Night Wars <laughs> from literally the other side of the yeah, wall. From yeah, from the other side. I don't remember because I was watching it from the WWS side. Yeah. And it wasn't till like the NWO happened and stuff. Occasionally there'd be a pay per view or something, Bash at the Beach or something like that. Mm. I'd get it and sort of watch it, but I wasn't Great actively stampeding. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like and I was shit. buying the WWF magazine, right? Yeah. I used to get it when it came out every month, so I always knew what was going on at Raw and stuff because obviously we can't get it. Mm. So as all that thing was happening, I was seeing it like literally from the other side, and yeah. then you're just like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" Yeah. Like oh, rolling. Man. It was yeah, it was exactly that. Like we, I think we used to because like we obviously run out of WCW to watch because it's like, I don't know, you get pay-per-view every what month or yeah, two months, whatever yeah, it is, I don't know. A couple of months. Yeah. We'd have Nitro and then I think we also used to watch, was it Thunder? The Yeah. Oh, that's absolute the, the garbage. Yeah. I, can't, I don't think we watched every Thunder. This has gone back like a long time and my memory is garbage, but... Yeah. But uh, yeah, like we used to watch it all and then we'd run out of like actual wrestling to watch. So me and my brother would go like, we used to go like to the like local video store like once a week or once every two weeks and hire out like just whatever wrestling pay-per-views we could get our hands on. Just from so, anything. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. the old like WWF backlashes and stuff like that uh-huh. and Bad Bloods and we used to watch that. Have no Bad idea Bloods what was going on movie. because we didn't watch any of like Raw or I don't know if SmackDown was around back yeah. then. I no, don't I don't, think, I don't so. think it was at first. And like because I think SmackDown kind of came out roughly the yeah. same time as and like none of this Asian stuff used to be on TV for no. us. Like when we were kids, like that we didn't have cable or anything. So I remember my yeah, auntie used to take me it, Superstars. Yeah. So Superstars was kind of I don't know if Thunder was like it, but anyway, it was like a, a wrap up show for the week. So right. it, was, it used to be on at like one a.m. on one of the Perth channels. Yeah. We were like in Geraldton. And she used to tape it for me and she'd fill it up over time and then she'd post it to me. And so then, and it would just be like segments from the different shows throughout the week and it sort of just gives you sort of your synopsis, you know, as that went. I feel like we might, because like I remember we used to have like dodgy Foxtel, like forever, like the illegal Foxtel. So I feel like we might have watched stuff through that, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, anyway, so <laughs> illegal Foxtel. Yeah, when they used to get the uh, used to get the guy out to like put the satellite, the the illegal satellite. Oh yeah, house, yeah. That and then he'd connect it up, and you'd have Foxtel and not pay for it. You pay for like I don't know two hundred dollars for I don't know. Uh, Probably not two hundred dollars. It was probably more than that. But you pay like a few hundred bucks for the satellite. The guy comes out and connects it and just 
hooks you in. Yeah, it gives you the old nod and a wink and a dodgy Foxtel box. Yeah, you just have unlimited access to everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For for any listeners that may not be from Australia, Foxtel (laughs) is what we call cable. I guess, like you know, it's not good. It's our one cable option. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, it's just like our I don't know four free to air channels or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Was it 7, 10, 9, 10, 10, SBS and ABC, I guess? Yeah, exactly. I'm not c- capable of counting how many that is five. now. It's five. <laughs> five is the number? It's the same amount of the, as the hash browns. <laughs> oh, interesting. But, okay. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. so, yeah, so it, that's all we've got. Yeah. And then you've got Fox, which has got way more, but they're, I guess they're kind of based around American channels, right? Like Fox 8 and. Yeah, I think Fox 8's. Fox, and then you get um like Showcase, which is HBO. I mean, I have it right here. Yeah. I definitely have it, but I I just watch Law and Order SVU when it's on, and then maybe tape a few things and catch instead, a movie. Yeah, instead of being able to choose which cable channels you want, you have to pay a fuckload for Fox. Yeah, or if you're gonna do you it, you get a package. Everything. Like you're like, I want to add sports, so then you get like all the sports channels. It's not like you can just pick and choose. You don't have the freedom. Land of the free <laughs> over there, <laughs> living the dream. Whereas we're in Foxtel prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doing our doing our ancestors proud. Yeah, exactly. Still in cages. I I think I threatened to like cancel literally every week because I'm not joking. When I watch like Law and Order, when so there's one channel that just seems to always have Law and Order SVU, which is probably the only reason I don't that's, cancel. That's it. the Law and Order channel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right now, if you weren't here, I would literally be hungover sitting on that couch, just put it on and just watch Law and Order. Like that's all I would do. Because this hung hangover has made you a special victim. <laughs> <laughs> special victims oh. unit starring Travis. You had to scrape my body up off this dun, pavement. Dun. So I. Right. Feel so terrible. Can I just stress that? What's <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Right, so. What has this podcast become? All okay. Right. Yeah. We'll before, before I forget, because I host think, it, I think, please. For the I love think of you'll Christ. find this funny. Yeah. We like so we had the wrestling figurines. Yeah. My my mum was dropping off me and my brother to primary school or something like that. She walks into my class or my brother's class. Yeah. My sister in tow. Uh-huh. She has the Kevin Nash figurine. Yeah. And the, uh-huh. my big sexy my, Kevin yeah. Nash appropriate. Yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. my teacher or Josh's teacher, I don't know who, yeah. which teacher it was, they ask, they go, oh, what's that you've got there? And my sister goes, it's big sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister yes. is like at this point, like I think four years yeah. old or Did something Did she throw like up that? a two sweet? And she's like, and he's too sweet. I don't think she was quite at that, like, yeah. Age level where she'd be able to like parrot it back, but she just went, It's big sexy. And the teacher just looked up at my mum, and my mum went, eh. <laughs> <laughs> We watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, this, this is actually crazy to me because we have worked together for like a long time now, mm. and I have Seven been years. a wrestling fan for a while. But I never even really knew about your secret past as a wrestling fan. <laughs> like, and it, that it was as deep as this because I used to say too sweet and stuff to you and Danes and things and stuff. And yeah, you had never really uh, acknowledged. Yeah, acknowledged to me that you had this secret, not only wrestling pass, but WCW, NWO, <laughs> fucking deep cut Kevin Nash. Yeah. Like, I, like I was watching when like, all that happened. The finger poke. Yeah, uh, the finger poke of two. The, yeah, yeah. The, where like Goldberg's whole streak, we were like right on board for it. Like, dude, man, and, we... then, he, and then he gets tased, like with the cattle prod. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was. People are I've, pissed I've, about. They're I've, still pissed about I've it to never, this day. I've never forgiven Scott Hall <laughs> <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Razor Ramon's fucking dead to me. Oh man, but like yeah. I, I don't know. I, didn't, I respect. I don't really remember it. Like my memory's pretty shocking. Like I don't remember most of primary school or high school. Like mm-hmm. it's just 
I remember a lot of numbers, as you know. Yeah. I remember lots of random codes and things that don't matter. But yeah. like... Travis like, used to work like, in a post office. He can literally tell you any postcode in Australia. It's w, like, in WA, man. In WA. I'm pretty sure it's a Calm down. <laughs> give, me but, Mel- uh, give me Melbourne's postcode. Uh, starts with a three. Oh, see, that's already more than I could do. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so like I've like forgotten most of the information in my life that I'd actually like to remember. Yeah. So I've only really started remembering a lot of this stuff as I've been like I, I haven't watched wrestling in like I don't know, eighteen years at this point. I, Rafe has been into it for ages. I've wanted to play a WWE wrestling game for ages, just because I was like, oh, I want to get back into like my childhood. Yeah, and it's fun like creating characters yeah. and stuff, and then just obliterating people. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with overpowered, <laughs> <laughs> unreal, overpowered power bombs, unrealistically powered and agile seven foot tall monsters. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I just want to feel like a wrestling god. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> but, you, so, so was that when you started asking me about it again, like recently? Was that because you bought that game and you I started playing it? I, no, I think I start. I think I watched the. Uh, I'd had Dark Side of the Ring, the screw job, uh, in my like YouTube to watch list for like two years, and then finally watched it, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And like my love of wrestling slowly started coming back, and then I bought the game because it was on special on the PSN for like twenty bucks. Yeah, because W. Uh, 2K20 is a glitch riddled piece of shit. <laughs> so I hear. But I'm digging it. But are uh, you just like your torsos like floating around like the ring and your legs oh, are somewhere like, else? Or? Yeah, kind of like drop kicking someone a little bit too close to the ropes and then suddenly you're outside the ring <laughs> like standing in midair at the height of the ring but like start walking out into the crowd. Walk, it's, just, it's just like a, <laughs> just, like a wrestling like a Jesus. Wrestling Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. so funny. But then, yeah, yeah. and so that, that's when... And then you started to get wind of AEW, right? Like, Oh, yeah, because I, I don't know what it was about AEW specifically, but, like, I remember I just... I, like, as I was watching kind of Dark Side of the Rings, I was like, I wonder what's, like, going on in the world of wrestling. Like, just... I have a Google phone, yeah. so as soon as you type in wrestling once, like my Google news feed then all became, here's what happened on wrestling last Forever. night. Like, Forever. It's just like, like now as soon as they you, have as no as choice. It's like, oh, yeah. you like wrestling, do you? Here's yeah. some wrestling with your wrestling. If, if I if I like swipe like uh, to the left on my phone, it brings mm. up like that little news bar and literally I've got like no world events in there, man. Like <laughs> it's just all wrestling stuff. Right, so hey, let's just, have a look at our top I stories. I just scrolled over. <laughs> you guys aren't Arn and Tully, former WWE superstars reveal how Vince McMahon insulted them. I think he's talking about the revival. Uh, well, yeah. Now the revolt or F- FTR. FTR. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My first story is Tony Khan names John Mox- Moxley's opponent for AEW Dark, who calls it a rematch 10 years in the making. <laughs> All right, I just refreshed. And now my first one is prime target, Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream, WWE <laughs> NXT. I just refreshed. So- and I got Hulk Hogan is banned from AEW for the exact reason you thought he was. <laughs> So like yeah, it's just like as soon as I typed in wrestling once into my phone, my phone just started bombarding me. Google was like, "Oh, you like wrestling, do you? You like wrestling?" Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So I've been looking into it more and more because Google wants me to. So yeah, just started looking up. Google wants it, and I for one welcome our Google <laughs> overlord. And just, I will do. Yeah. Just give in. Turn on your location. Turn on your Bluetooth. Just they already know who you are, what you're doing. Exactly. So in Australia and, right now as well, we also have like. Uh, we're getting to the end of the pandemic thing, especially over here in WA because it's super isolated. But we've got this thing that the government wants us to download called the COVID Safe app. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's it gives you like your location out. But the idea is that if anybody comes into a location, uh, if anyone it, it triggers your it. Bluetooth, 
like it, it works via Bluetooth. If anyone triggers your Bluetooth little safety bubble, your bubble, yeah, and then they get diagnosed, they click on the app and say, "I've been tested positive for COVID," and then it no, notifies then, everybody like you have yeah. been in contact or, or near someone. somebody that had yeah, it. Kind go of to thing. Your doctor, yeah, exactly, to try and you know cut down the spread. Seems like a good idea to me. A lot of like uh, people who are like super like, I don't want the government to know where I am, man. <laughs> I'm like, hey, dickhead, you have like a phone. They already know where you are. You use Google Maps. It's not a secret. I literally listened to an entire uh, murder podcast that was actually really well done. Hang on, I'll get the name of it. And literally the dude like kidnaps his girlfriend or whatever and she's like missing and then is missing with him, and then she's found Find dead, and he, he kills himself or whatever like later, or, or gets shot by cops. So I, f- I forget. Spoilers, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> maybe I won't give you the maybe I won't give you the name of the podcast. But, but someone's going to be listening to that podcast in like, like you six God, months and be like, they're going to hear the end. This of is day. ages ago, and it's news, so you can't really spoil news. It's called "To Live and Die in LA." Sorry, mm. um, but in that, the guy who's hosting it. Through, like, the dude's girlfriend, because it's his, like, mistress or whatever, his wife, gets his Google ID. And he's literally just retracing the dude's, like, entire steps, everything he did, because it's there. And it's like, oh, well, he was in this field near this river for 30 minutes, unexplained time. Wonder what he was doing with that dead body. Like, you know, so it's like you're not fooling anybody. I feel like I may be telling murderers how to get away with murder, though. You if you're a home. murderer, don't listen to this. A spoiler <laughs> alert for murders, but take your phone with you at all times. Don't worry about it. They don't know where you are. No, not at all. No. Okay. I'm anyway. Losing, I'm losing track. <laughs> I'm very hungover. Travis, put me back on track. You telling me that I was the host uh, was a terrible mistake because we've gone so far off base. Well, we, did, we didn't plan it at all, and Google has distracted us. Mm. Um. So anyway, so yeah, yeah, so I started like just kind of being like, oh, what's going on in the state of wrestling? Uh-huh. I don't know why AEW specifically came up on my radar. Maybe just because everyone's talking about it. Yeah. And it's it's like everyone seems to be like, oh, look, it might be the new Monday Night War, which it doesn't seem like it's going to be that. Yeah, because like, well, it's not on Mondays. Yeah, it's not uh, on Mondays. And then also, well, because they talk about that because then in response to them getting their own show on TNT, mm. uh, WWE took NXT, which was only on the network, and put it on the same night to go head to head. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, damn, it's going down oh, between NXT and AEW. Was it the Thursday Night Wars? Is yeah, it Wednesday. Night yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Night Wars. Um, but Rolls off the tongue so it, much better. It does. It actually does roll off the tongue better. But, I mean, AEW, like I think, a- have consistently been winning the ratings war. Have they? Yeah, yeah I think so. Well, because, I've, because I'm so far back in the past, like we've been watching AEW, I, and I'm up to... What's the last one I watched? Oh shit! Maybe it was snow. Um, it was the one uh, Jericho beat Page. Spoiler alert to anybody who's uh, <laughs> this, this podcast could just spoiler spoilers alert to anyone who always. has been also catching up with AEW and is only caught up to like July last year. <laughs> <laughs> You've had the opportunity to yeah. be on top of it. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, that was the last one I watched. I think so. I've been catching up with it with Dad because he's getting back into it as well. And uh, I think that, that was, was a funny story where you were trying to like get him to watch, it and he was like, "Nah, it's okay. You, you just watch it, and then you watch it." And he's like, "When's the next pay per view?" You're like, "I just watched it." He goes, "I didn't mean the pay per views. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the weekly show." Yeah, I don't give a shit about the weekly. So I was like, "The weekly doesn't start for another three pay per views, you old son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 
Yeah, I don't know. Started watching AEW. Um, where was I going with that? So I, how did I? No, sorry. The ratings. The hug over I've one? been trying not to look at anything because I don't want to know. Ah, any, yeah. any which is hard results. when your feed is being bombarded yeah. with current news. When it's just so. like, oh, Adam Page wins the AEW title. It's like you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> no, I saw. Right, I saw at some point. That's I a s- fake spoiler alert. But anyway, it's <laughs> fake news in here. That did not happen. <laughs> Or I if it did, I'm too hungover to remember Google, it, but I'm pretty sure Google it did. Google yeah. showed me a picture of him holding up the belt. Uh, maybe, I, th- maybe I think it was he, one of those classic, like, I'm, I'm taking this I'm from I'm taking you. this shit from you, bitch. One of those I, kind I, of things. I'm yeah. aware that I think Moxley has the title now, I think. I don't know when he wins it or oh, well, I won't or, tell you. or if he's still got it or yeah. what, but that, that's as far as I know, yeah. is that Jericho at some point uh, loses it. Um, but no, anyway, yeah. so I've been watching... So where, where you're up to, Jericho has it, right? Yeah, he's just one. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, so he's the first champion. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. I think I've got like one pay-per-view left and then it gets into Dynamite, I yeah. think. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, that'll go faster. They're like two-hour weekly shows, so... Yeah. Yeah, and if your dad's not watching it, you don't have to worry about him. You can just burn past him. Peace out. <laughs> exactly. Be my dust, old man. Exactly. So, anyway, so, so yeah, so started uh, watching AEW. And it, for and it probably some it seemed like a nice jump on point as well, right? It's yeah. a whole new whole new show. Yeah, whole, new cast of characters. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've been watching bits and pieces of WWE, like Bray Wyatt. Just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't. I haven't been watching much WWE because it seems like meh. Yeah, like, it is meh. Like, uh, for me, I, I said this to a guy yesterday, I was speaking to another dude who's like an old fan, you know, mm. like from back in the day, I was speaking to him last night. Um, and he's like, so you don't really watch it like anymore. Like you watch like lots of wrestling and stuff. And I'm like, man, WWE is always one good storyline away from me watching it. I just want to watch good wrestling. <laughs> they just don't happen to do it very often, yeah. you know? Their Royal Rumble this year was like probably my favorite Royal Rumble. I, like I really enjoyed it. I did watch Drew McIntyre kick Brock Lesnar in the face. Yeah, it was pretty over great. The ropes. After Ricochet kicked him in the dick <laughs> as well. <laughs> or punched him in the dick or something. The old low blow. Yeah, exactly. He's got to keep Brock strong, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> so. I was like, yeah, yeah, you, you can't let Brock get kicked out too easily, so he'll just kick him in the balls. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he'd only eliminated like 13 dudes before that <laughs> happened. Like, spoiler alert to anybody who hasn't watched it. <laughs> okay, I'm just from now on, blanket spoiler like a warning for this podcast, and maybe I need to just say, say that like in show notes going forward that this is a spoilerific podcast. So, yeah. so we can just talk about it, and we'll try not to spoil you. Um, Maybe nothing from the week of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, once everything starts going back to live and things yeah. like that, then that'll sort of be relevant. But at the moment, we're just, you know. If you like wrestling enough to listen to a podcast about wrestling. You probably know what's going then on. Then just do your research. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here to fucking spoon feed you. <laughs> why are you listening to podcasts about wrestling and you're not keeping up with it? Yeah, exactly. You're a joke. Uh, <laughs> Whoever <I'm>, you are. <laughs> You faceless listener. Yeah, exactly. Go do your homework and then come sort back. Your shit out. Until then, I'm not here to spoon feed right. you your information. I'm just so. But anyway, so that's what. So that's where I've been at. I kind of was like, "Hey, Rafe, what should I be watching?" I think you said AEW as well. Because I was yeah. like, "Oh, AEW seems to be good. Should I be getting into that?" And you were like, "Yes. Also, watch this new Japan, new mm-hmm. Japan matches between uh, Kenny Omega and Okada." Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty dope. Yeah. So I watched the first one. And that, that, that would have been your first exposure to like wrestling, wrestling, like well, well, Japan that, style. Like that's, it reminded me wrestling. of like old WCW, like yeah. when it was the Four Horsemen and shit like that. Yeah. And it was actually like 
more of like the grappling and yeah. working. And, and obviously and being like that you were, they had that cruiserweight division, which was heavily mm. influenced by Japanese wrestling yeah, yeah. and bringing in guys like Eddie Guerrero and Ultimo Chris Benoit. Dragon. Ultimo Dragon. He's still wrestling. Like, well, is he? I mean, I think, is I he wrestling? He was, I thought I've, I've seen, he's got his own, as I've been looking up people, I think he teaches. I don't know if he wrestles. Yeah, he, he's got, a, I'm pretty sure he's got his own promotion. I, I had, haven't really delved like into Dragon Gate, but I'm pretty sure that's his. Yeah, exactly. Like, wrestling again. No, Rey Mysterio watching like like wrestling like oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. WCW in the cruiserweight division and yeah. shit like that. Like yeah, there's like just groundbreaking all the leaps of stuff. Yeah, yeah. With, with super crazy and psychosis and yeah, all those dudes. All the yeah, so many acrobatics. <laughs> yeah. Actually I don't know I don't know how much there was back in WCW. It seems like it's uh, the game has been lifted since, but I remember it was pretty dope back in the time. But uh, yeah, so just watching that, um, I watched the first Okada versus Omega match, and that was awesome. Um, I haven't watched the two out of three. No, I haven't watched the the middle, the second yet. I've watched the third, the two out of three match. Yes, yeah, that's so, it. So think, you you missed you, my favorite match. Yeah, that's yeah. Thing, <laughs> just skipped over one. the best one in my <laughs> uh, in my opinion. But yeah, that's what. Uh, but you already like knew. Uh, like sort of what happened. You already knew it was a, a draw and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I think I'd heard that it was a draw yeah, somewhere, exactly. or as as I was like searching for which one to watch next or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. I, at some point, I was like, "Oh, it's a draw," and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty dope." Like what that that, that made it the over best. Eighteen months or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. exactly. Like that, those three, <laughs> those three matches. I was like, "That's pretty, yeah, pretty dope." It art. was it was like the best rivalry, and though the way New Japan's like what laid out on its regular shows, it's not like in WWE or whatever. It's not like mm. Okada and Omega are actively feuding for that no. entire time. You know, they actually keep them apart quite a lot and they're doing other things and stuff. But whenever they sort of cross each other's path, it's always a big deal and everybody yeah. knows it's a big deal. And then when um, it's time like for that rematch and shit, everybody's just like, it's going down because everyone knows it's going to be amazing. And when you're watching that live, that match goes for like one hour and that clock's ticking down, and you're like, can, can he do it? Kind of thing. And then, it, like, it's a draw. Like, I was losing my fucking mind. Like, uh, my friends were over, Dushi Mark were over, and Mo and Amy were all in, like, the living room of, like, the old house, like, at her mum's yeah. house when we used to live there. And I'm, like, standing up, and I'm screaming, and, like, we just, like, couldn't believe. It's maybe the most into, like, the ending of a match. Like, those yeah. closing sequences are so good. And then when it's a draw, I'm just like, I can't believe it's a draw. <laughs> like yeah. I've never seen that before, you know. And it was yeah, it was just something new for me. Um, it's probably it's probably probably a good time to sort of uh, cross over into what we were going to talk about originally. Yeah. But that the, talk about this is like a perfect example of what like I want to do with this and why I named this podcast Faces and Feels. This uh, probably seems like rambling over through topics, but it's kind of all I want it to be is like, just to, when I say faces and feels, I mean like the faces of wrestling and the feelings like that it gives me like in the moment and stuff. I don't want this show to be us breaking down, you know, man, it's three minutes, whatever. I just want it to be like a celebration I of shit that I find. my brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And his voice breaks oh, in that moment. The like, perfect. Yeah, the exactly. Perfect and, and then like I was in the building when that happened. Mm. I was very drunk. This is going to also be a common thread throughout the thing. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of double or nothing. It was my wedding day. Uh, so, and then everybody we met were obviously like, we just got married. And everyone's like, yeah, have free drinks. And we were like, thanks, man. And like, 
before that match, I was asleep <laughs> in my chair, like I'm pretty sure. And then I woke up and I watched that match. Loved it. I'm pretty sure I blacked out midway through the Lucha Brothers Young Buck ladder match. Like <laughs> that wasn't that. Is, um, is that the thing? No, that was a. Uh, I think that was the next pay per view. Oh, the ladder match. Oh, then what match did I miss? Oh, maybe it wasn't ladder match, but maybe it was just Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers. Uh, Hang on. Yeah. This is what cage match is for. Big respect to the guys at cage match. This is going to be real entertaining listening for everybody as I (laughs) just Google my way through this podcast from an event that I was at, that I got married on, that I've actually watched on TV since. Can't remember a single thing. Reef has forgotten a thing. What a surprise. Oh, no. I'm now in Dustin Rhodes' bio. <laughs> Hang on. You need the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers, but it wasn't... It wasn't the ladder match. Della no, the ladder it was match just was regular. At, was it uh, Fight for the Fall? Yeah, so that match no, apparently no, no. went for 24 minutes and 48 seconds, 24 minutes of which I was asleep <laughs> in my chair. Luckily, it's Vegas, so nobody kicked me out. And then I remember watching Chris Jericho defeating Kenny Omega. Yes. Um, Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yeah, you've already watched that too. Everything, right? uh, everything I've watched so far, I don't think Kenny Omega has won once. No, in AEW, no. He, oh, he might have won the. Uh, did he and the Young Bucks win their six man match when he came out with his red hair dressed as um? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Kuma or whatever. Fighter yeah, Fest. and they were like the Ryu and Ken. Exactly, street fighter game. Video game. Kenny is like the biggest gamer nerd yeah. of all time. He's like he like streams plays competitively. Oh shit! Like plays. Actually, no, I, saw, I saw something about him uh, lighting people up in COD or something. Yeah, yeah. He's just video game yeah. baller. But yeah, so let's let's talk about anyway. GCW. So anyway, so Travis back on track. Yeah, exactly. Getting into AEW, um, I've given him you know access to my stuff, and we're, he's making his way through that. And then, so now he's, he's getting into more stuff. He's been archive. given the keys to the Fight Kingdom. Uh, and then I was like, man, you've got to check out GCW. GCW is like probably one of my favorites. If, you know, New Japan is too. Um, but GCW is like wicked uh, American independent wrestling and probably the first he's ever seen. So uh, as you're going to remember more of this, I didn't do any homework and haven't watched this basically since it happened. What did you think of it? I liked it. It was pretty good. And was this one of your first exposures to actual death matches as well? Um, oh, probably, I like guess. Like legit death like, match? Yeah, like outside of like um, like the old hardcore matches. Yeah, that used yeah. To see exactly. on WCW and... WWF where there actually used to be a shitload of blood. Yeah. Um, and like even I then suppose, they weren't like yeah. slinging light tubes and using panes no, of glass and just, stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know, they're hitting themselves with I have a barbed wire battered. I'm going to hit you with this top in that is not wrapped <laughs> yeah. in barbed wire. Triple oh, yeah. H hitting people with a sledgehammer with his hand over the yeah, sledgehammer. Yeah, exactly. He, the only person who swings a sledgehammer with his ha- hand <laughs> over the thing and then brings it down. <laughs> the day the day gently. he learns how to hold a sledgehammer. Oh, everyone's probably, fucked. Everyone's, everyone's fucked. <laughs> it is over. Man, oh, it would have been real unfortunate for uh, Cody Rhodes if he tried to destroy that throne. The Triple H method oh, he breaks <laughs> his hand before his match. Well, see, that you can tell that he's already going to do better than Triple H because he can already yeah. swing a sledgehammer. So I guess he can swing a sling a wrestling shell as well. <laughs> Oh, poor Triple H. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, um, he's he's going to be okay, I reckon. 
He's uh, basically the, you know, married to Vince's daughter and basically the dude who uh, is going to take over everything when Vince, if Vince eventually dies or he may live on forever. Quick fact for you, when Amy and I got married in Vegas, it was in the same chapel that uh, Triple H date raped Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) We should watch that at some point so you can see it. But uh, long story short, he like drugs her and takes her like through the chapel or whatever, like through the drive-thru thing. And they're like, Triple H, do you take Stephanie? And he's like, I do. And she's like, and Stephanie, do you take Triple H? He's like, I do. <laughs> what is it with Triple H like raping people in, in WWE storylines? Left and right, I'm pretty sure. But let's uh, we should do anyway. that sometime. We'll watch it and and we'll t- we'll talk about. It. So anyway, Triple let's H, talk about Triple H is going to be pissed yeah. when he listens to this podcast. Triple H, I am never working at NXT. I'm not afraid of you, you big bald son of a bitch. Yeah, I know how to sling a sledgehammer. So. You fucking watch out. I got that range that he doesn't have. Okay, so we were going, anyway. we started this podcast, going to talk about this. It's now been 33 minutes and we haven't talked about GCW. We so. the history of Travis. You know what we should do? We should end this episode now and then <laughs> do a whole new episode. This is the prologue. Yeah, this is, it's fine. You, you think this is rambling yeah. every single time I call Rafe at work for a work conversation. This is what happens. Yeah. Ten minutes into the phone call on company time. <laughs> I'm like, what a second. Listen what to did I, yeah, what did I call you for? Oh, yeah, wait yeah. a second. Just a quick I, question oh, yeah, about I, what, I what's need, going on. I yeah. need to speak to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what happens. Anyway, so yeah, so you okay. told me to watch Two Stuffed Cups. Um, two Cups Stuffed, two cup not, stuffed. To, not to be confused. So I that would explain why I can't yeah. find the uh, the match line up here as I'm trying to remember it exactly. If you go cage match, uh, <laughs> more googling on the podcast cage match, uh, two cups stuffed as your Google search and you'll get it. So um, I I've told this before in a previous episode that I recorded. Still don't know if I'm going to release it. So if anybody has not heard my rambling about deathmatch stuff and GCW, I this was the first show I ever saw of GCW. Mm-hmm. Um, when a another podcaster, Matt Coon, talked about it on his show, and he was like, "The best show I saw all Double or Nothing weekend." So this happened around the same time. Um, I did not see it because I was like doing Starcast stuff and didn't know who this even was. And so I watched it on a whim, like, "Oh, check it out!" And I kind of want to see some of these guys, and like had a wicked time doing it. So, have you got your you got your cage matchy there? Oh, I've got it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit. We're so, going to go through the match. Uh, yeah, match yeah. We'll, match. we'll just we we could go through match by match or whatever. So, just first of all, you said you said you really liked it, yeah. So I dug it. Yeah, yeah so, it's like I, I watched it on a pretty average stream. Uh-huh. So, uh, like, I some of the subtlety. shout out to Billy, Billy. <laughs> some of the subtle- <laughs> some kind of Chinese YouTube or something yeah. like that. Yeah, some of the subtleties were lost in the transition to 480p. <laughs> yeah, okay. But uh, no, it was good. I liked it. Like, uh, everyone seems to know their shit way better than like some of the shit I've seen, even on like WWE or AEW. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys seem to know their craft pretty well. It's mm-hmm. not filmed the greatest ever, but who cares? Like, yeah. yeah. It's pretty physical. Yeah. So yeah, and you still see everything you need to see. Like yeah. it's, and you still they're still building matches well. Yeah. Um and and, and, and they're building it around wrestling rather than like Triple H date raping somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean none of this is not that's a negative. No, but, uh, I mean I'm I was about to say I'm a pro date rape, but that, <laughs> yeah. that, 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 the audio is getting isolated and it's like a whole thing. So I'm glad I didn't say that. 
<laughs> but I kind of still did say it. So. This is my plan to take over the podcast fully <laughs> to incriminate you. Jesus Christ. Next week, it's just me in your living room doing your podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're already here, so uh, set up. But uh, but no, you know, it was good. Uh, I dug it. Um, like, I don't know any of the backstory behind anyone other than... Uh, Old mate Gangrel, who I used to watch in WWF. Shout out to Smack Jam's favorite wrestler, yeah. Gangrel. Um, but yeah, like uh, it was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite match was probably still Orange Cassidy versus Gangrel. Mm-hmm. Um, Real funny match. Yeah, it's like, just yeah. there's someone like, them uh, drinking each other's drinks or whatever. Yeah. Like, he drinks <laughs> the blood and Gangrel drinks yeah, and the orange looks juice. Like he's getting sick, and then he mm-hmm. gets orange juice spit in his face. Yeah. Which I was wondering. I was like, oh, is he gonna like open his mouth, drink up some of this orange juice that's been spit in his face, uh-huh. and then like have his comeback? But yeah. no, he gets uh, DDT'd and is out. It just then, loses, doesn't he? Yeah, and then, Gangrel wins, right? Like, yeah, yeah, Gangrel DDTs him. Was, I think it's the Impaler or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Impaler DDT. looking yeah. DDT. Yeah. Um, wins, and then uh, they, I think they give each other each other sunglasses and then both put yeah, their hands yeah, in each other exactly. in their pockets. So that, that, that match, actually, I'm remembering it now that you're saying it's all coming back to me. No, um, it starts off with them just, uh, I think they're... Gangrel wants to go in for the grapple, or what's it? I can't remember what it's. Yeah, uh, like the lockup, the lock-up. Or, or the test and, of strength, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Orange Cassidy just keeps putting his hands up in the air and then in his pockets, and Gangrel yeah. just keeps is this to the- pull his hands out of his pockets. Yeah, and you had already seen Orange Cassidy, right? This isn't the first I've, time. No, I've seen him on like some AEW compilation that I saw at some point. Uh-huh. I haven't seen him properly. I saw him in the compilation. I was like, uh-huh. this guy looks pretty amusing. And then he showed up. Uh, to save the best friends from the Dark Order on yeah, one of yeah. How big was that pop as well? Oh, Everybody went crazy amazing. when he was there. I was yeah. in there, like the whole crowd, the whole, like the lights black out and then there's just a dude standing in the middle of the ring with his hands in his pockets and I was like, oh shit. Looking like he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, oh shit, it's that guy from that compilation who just lazily ducks under people's punches. So I was like, this looks he, good. He's in a lot of GCW stuff before he gets signed to AEW yeah. and he's a bit of like a controversial figure. Like a lot of wrestling purists are like, you know, he's taking the piss and it's not thing and it's lazy and it's like dude it's entertaining none yeah. of this is real fuck off but yeah. but the cool thing that I like but, about him in this match like, is he doesn't like he's, his hands aren't in his pockets the entire match like I was no. kind of wondering because this is obviously the first match I've seen of him mm-hmm. sorry I'll let you finish what you were oh no no no, no 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 <laughs> like uh, this first match I've actually seen him wrestle in like I've seen mm-hmm. him just kind of show up and kind of I don't know suicide dive out the ropes at the Dark Order and then get hugged by the best friends, which yeah, was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so like he's actually, I was, I was like, all right. So yeah. how how far does this gimmick go? Does he wrestle the entire match with his hands in his pockets? You mentioned to me that like he uses it as like kind of a, a feint every now and then, so there won't be lulls them in and then. Well, that, so yeah, the, this match to me is. Um, is a perfect example of that. So it starts mm. out and Gangrel wants to wrestle a traditional match mm. and. Orange Cassidy isn't having it because he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and then what what he does is his opponents then start to play his game, right? Like so so yeah. then then Gangrel's Gangrel. doing the the yeah. pockets and they're thinking all. But then when it's time like to go to work and stuff, he'll like look at the thing and it's like bang. It, it, then he goes and he's so fast and stuff. Like mm. he he gets them playing his game and then he tries to win in like the cheapest way possible. He'll like roll them up or yeah. and. He I can like, be I like liked, really explosive, which I I like how his move that he kept trying to go for, 
and then like Gangrel kept blocking him and then he pulls it off on the third time is just a suplex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, and then he, I, can't, I don't know what he, I don't know what he yells before he does the suplex. And then I was just like, what I was like, oh, is he going to turn this into like something when he's got them up in the air? He's going to do like some, I don't know, like, you know, gets him up and then does like a jackhammer or then does a face, uh, face play or something. I don't know. Yeah. And it's just a suplex. And I was like, that's even funnier. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's there, even better. Nothing there at all. I like that he like will sometimes do like Roman Reigns Superman punch and shit. <laughs> <Does> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But he's also got, when he's on the independence, he's also got like the coolest entrance theme. Did you, did you hear what entrance theme he had? Oh, I, I, I probably did, but I don't remember what, I, what it was. It's this. I love it. And it suits him perfectly. So this is like Jane by Jefferson Starship, and he just like saunters out. Usually, if he's got a title, he's just got it in a backpack because <laughs> like, he can't really carry it. <laughs> oh, it matches his denim jacket. It so does. Well. That's what I was about to say. Picture all the denim. Like... I love this song. It's killer. Like, and I think yeah, I probably love it more because it's his. You know, like, or, or, or um, it's not his. Jefferson Starship gonna sue somebody, but uh, he's definitely using it. So, if Jefferson Starship listened to this podcast and then yeah. come after you, Orange, we're sorry. But I'm really sorry, Orange. I didn't mean to get you that Jefferson Starship heat. Oh, no. I, uh, hopefully, they're all long dead. Unless. <laughs> I like, this could be a new feud on AEW. Yeah, yeah. Jefferson Starship. Versus the best friends in Orange Cassidy. From beyond the grave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jefferson Starship's ghost. So yeah, that that was like anyway. a super fun match. So yeah, so <laughs> that was that was probably my favourite of the of the lot, just uh-huh. because I'm entirely on board with it. I think I'd sort of knew like the newer gimmicks, like whereas it seems like real wrestling's kind of moved out of the thing of like trying to convince you that like gimmicks are like the actual real personalities well, and blah, blah, well, blah. Well, now that, like, like oh, kayfabe all... is dead yeah. and, like, I mean, Vince McMahon killed it because he didn't want to, like, pay bills and yeah. shit anymore. So <laughs> he just told them it was fake, right? It's entertainment. And I don't want to pay you. So, like, I follow wages. all these dudes on Twitter and stuff and there's podcasts and people talk about stuff. So everybody knows it's, like, entertainment. Like, it's yeah. it's, uh, it's theatre, it's but art, yeah, so you if know? You like, then embrace it, though, and take it further and, mm-hmm. like, everyone's in on the joke. Like, uh... Mm-hmm all the broken Matt Hardy stuff. I was watching that because he sent it through and it was yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray Hardy and The Fiend. Like I watched the full like Firehouse, uh, Firefly Funhouse mm-hmm. like compilation on YouTube and I was like, this is one of my favourite things I've ever seen. Yeah. I showed it to my dad and he was like, this is garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your dad basically was the Jim Cornette of Perth. Yeah. Like, oh, God damn it. This is killing the business. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was just he's silly old kind fucker. Of, uh, like he, 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 <laughs> what, he loves the old... Death style, death like kind of death match style kind of stuff. Yeah, like uh, that uh, Moxley and Janella match. Yeah, yeah. Like, you said he loved put, Moxley yeah, and Janella. He, he, he like drops them feet first onto the thumbtacks, and my dad's sitting there. Ironically, Jim away. Cornette hates Joey Janella, yeah. so there you go. Unsurprising. Yeah, yeah. But then that- like he will, like all the he likes the acrobatics and the athleticism of it, but uh-huh. like he's not on board with the weirder gimmicks. He's just like, yeah, oh okay. shit, like that looked like it actually hurt. And he's sitting there going like, oh, they missed that punch. They missed that punch. Yeah. And then you'll kind of see one that connects and he goes, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, he likes he, it when it's like real. When it's yeah, when it like, looks real. Have yeah. you showed him any New Japan? No. He see, would probably be. That's what I'm kind of wondering. Like I, I showed I, I my dad one have... of the, the Okada-Kenny matches and it was kind of like it walked 
a bit of a line for him. Like at first, well, I don't he, think he'd have quite. My dad would have quite the patience. That's for that's it, where yeah. it was at. So at first, it was like oh, this is kind of going on a lot. But but then like that ending sequence and stuff yeah. of the first, he was like, holy shit! Yeah. Like this is the stuff. That but yeah, last exactly. five minutes of that first yeah. match where it's just like. One wing angel reversed into a um, rainmaker clothesline, yeah, uh-huh. and then which is like the sickest finisher. When I oh, first saw it, I wasn't like super into it, nah, but then, good. but then I I got into it, and like cool stuff. Right, is that like so? Okada's history is he was a young lion with New Japan. Mm. Then young lions once they. They, have you seen any of the matches with Young Lions? You've, no, no. no. So the what, only New Japan stuff I've watched is those two matches. Right, right. So and it, I've got the Suzuki versus Moxley match. Yes, on my like mm-hmm. on one of my open tabs on my phone to watch at some point. <laughs> one of your thousand open tabs. No wonder Google knows everything you're doing. Um, <laughs> okay, there it is, <laughs> along with many others. Um, so w- the way the that wrestling works in Japan, they have a dojo system, right? So they've got the New Japan dojo. A lot of like the senior guys or senpais uh, live there and train there and stuff, and then they've got young lions who are dudes who are training to be wrestlers. They will then like work ring crew, clean all the older wrestlers' stuff, mm. do the cooking, all that stuff, and basically earn their place in the company. Yeah, Akada yeah, yeah. did that. So then it's they more of like an actual martial arts. Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. And so Akada did that, and then they start being able to wrestle matches, and they'll wrestle. They'll usually open most matches or they'll tag with like a more senior guy. All they wear is they've usually got shaved head or very plain, black trunks, black boots, nothing. Like really stripped back. And the idea is that like you learn in these matches how to work a crowd yeah. but without all the flash and the gimmicks and stuff like that. And the, the, even their move set is limited in what they're allowed to do. Like, usually nearly every match finishes with, like, a Boston Crab finisher. Like, <laughs> and that's just what it is, right? But the the fans really get into them. So Okada does all this. Then he leaves, and he goes to Mexico, I think. Goes to one of... They'll have uh, other companies <clears throat> that essentially, um, like, sponsor them, you know? So Okada will go to Mexico, and he'll be there for a, six months, a year, mm. whatever it may be, two years... And then he comes back. And so when he comes back, his hair's looking fucking fresh to death. He's got like a new gimmick and he comes in. He's no longer Young Lion Okada. He's like Okada, right? Yeah. And he's got a manager with him and he comes in and he just walks straight in on uh, the champion, who at the time is Tanahashi, and basically like challenges him. Like, yo, let's go. And he's like, who the hell are you, bro? Yeah. Uh, he's not saying that they're all speaking Japanese but he's like what the fuck and he's like nah I know I'm better than you and straight up I'll I'll take your title kind of thing and Tanahashi's just like whatever like taking sure let's do it kind of thing yeah. beats him wins the championship like first serious match back and the world explodes right sure. like I, I wasn't watching it this time but apparently it was like end of world shit yeah, but like right. And everybody's like, like, what the hell? And then they all hate him because they're like, who is this young upstart? And he's like, I'm the richest, I'm the best looking motherfucker. I got all this money and I got the title and everybody hates him, right? Like classic Japanese booking. But when they're doing that, he's like also doing videos like showing how tough he is. And they did this thing where they had a baseball bat 
on like there was guys holding it or whatever and he had like his arm wrapped and he did the Rainmaker clothesline and snapped like a baseball bat and shit like giving the move like yeah. credence so then when it hits Tanahashi it's like oh my god he broke him in half <laughs> as the Japanese Jim Ross yeah god damn. There's, a, there's definitely a Japanese commentator with like a, uh, a cowboy hat on oh, I, I'm also going to get cancelled for doing that yeah. I shouldn't have done that so so far in this I've yeah, I'm, rate. I'm not racism. <laughs> look, look, it's not recounting. I was going to start recounting the mistakes I made. Hangovers, alcoholism, it's bad. Um, so this anyway. podcast back, is mine. Yeah, exactly. It, no, it's looking good I, for you. 47 minutes, we've <laughs> talked about one GCW match. I so. do like, though, how, um, sorry, specifically, like uh, finishes uh-huh. in like AEW and the New Japan matches. Oh, they mean something. Actually have weight. Where like if he hit, I think, oh, like two or three Rainmakers on... Omega yeah. in that first match, but yeah. like, but they I, mean I so think, every single one means something. I think only one of them Omega kicked out of, yeah, like, mm-hmm. where it wasn't like Okada hits the Rainmaker and then immediately pins. I think he might have kicked out of one of them, yeah. All the other ones, he'll like, do stuff like he'll wind it up, like he'll hit a dude with it, but then he'll maintain wrist control and he's like. I'm not done with this dude yet and drags him back up because he's getting angry and he'll hit him again. But that kind of folly will lead to people being able to reverse it. Yeah. Overconfidence and being like, I'm not going to, I could finish you now, but I'm not going to. Or they'll be exhausted. He'll hit him. Then they're both laying on the ground, but he's still got him by the wrist. Omega does a full flip in the air and lands and Okada's lying on the ground, like struggling to get the energy to even pin. Yeah. They always focus on that. They're like, he's maintaining risk control. He's maintaining risk control. Like they're both passed out, but you can see like, even though, it looks like he's used everything he's got you can see he's just got hold of his wrist it's yeah. like he's not done with him yet like and then he staggers to his feet and like manages yeah. to get off another one or maybe there's too much time has been wasted and it puts stock in that mm. opposed to in WWE I I feel like I'm always ragging on them and it's not even cool to rag on them anymore but but the finishers don't hold the same weight they'll do like 20 yeah. in a match or whatever and then know? but then you get like the guys who um like I keep coming back to the fiend because he's mm-hmm. the only person I give a shit about at all in <laughs> WWE. Just because yeah, he's okay. interesting. Yeah, uh-huh. but like it was yeah, very so different. Like, so. uh, like uh, he just keeps getting up from finishes, and yeah. it's like that would be awesome if no one else got up from like yeah. multiple finishes. Exactly. Like yeah. Like, well, we, we so we play a drinking right. game, right? Back to drinking. Let's. I mean, my alcoholism's <laughs> out there for everyone. Our latest <laughs> thing right now is we get rumbled, right? So. Uh, James will come over and Smatchens will come over and we'll pick a Royal Rumble and we'll do a drinking game with it. And so the rules are you um, we'll each get a person. So there'll be, say there's four of us playing. Uh, Amy's number one, I'm number two, three, and four. And then when it comes back around, then she's number five, I'm six, and so on. Yeah. You drink when your guy comes out. You drink when your guy gets eliminated. You drink every time your guy does a finisher. <laughs> um, and needless to say... You could get pretty wasted, and when I talk about this last year's one being being my favorite Royal Rumble, it's because I was Brock Lesnar, and he eliminated like thirteen people and throws around his finisher all day, which is just a German suplex. And then I was Drew McIntyre, who eliminated him and then went on to win the whole thing. So I was absolutely cooked. Like I don't even remember the end of it. I just went and put myself Drew McIntyre. So you drink. As Drew McIntyre comes out, when he Claymore kicks Brock and when Brock is eliminated, so that's like an entire drink. Absolutely. Oh, and you eliminate when your seconds. guy eliminates somebody as well. That's oh, so, 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 <laughs> so that's a double. Yes. 
And that, that's when it gets you when your guy like eliminates your own guy. You're like, no, leave him alone. <laughs> then, but he eliminated him with a with a finisher. I know. So, yeah, it'll fuck you up. It'll fuck you up. And then then he goes on to say like Brock goes on this like winning streak where he eliminates like 13 dudes. But then after that, it's just Drew McIntyre eliminating everybody. Yeah. So nobody else is drinking, and I'm like absolutely cooked. <laughs> Please, Drew, no more. Yeah, it, but it's so fun. It's become like a weekly thing. So Wednesday's our RDO, like. Just smash James and James will just come around now. We just automatically and we'll just pick one and we yeah, just nice. start drinking. We just drink white wine or something terrible. And I'm like, oh, this is so cheap and disgusting. But uh, it's effective. I will say that. But a few eliminations in, you don't care. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of eliminations, we should eliminate anyway. not talking about GCW's two cups stuff and talk about it's almost like we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But we do want to talk about it. All right. First, first match. Yeah, let's break it down. Violence is forever. 52 minutes. <laughs> we got eight minutes. <laughs> eight eight minutes. minutes. We're wrapping it up at I, one hour. Let's go. Eight minutes is eight matches. A minute a match. A minute really a match. Good. We'll go through these first so, ones quickly. So violence is forever versus the filthy fox. Yeah. I thought this was a pretty dope match. Uh, you were thinking that Eric Stevens might have been hurt? Yeah. like at the end, I wasn't paying attention. We just... We're briefly like, okay, I've done no homework. Maybe we'll put it on and see if it, I, it jogs my memory. And yeah, at the end there, there's sort of a bit of a scuffle. I think a dog barked at me at the exact moment when yeah. something was going on. But I could tell that one of the guys, Dominic Garini, I think, sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name, looked kind of pissed off at the end of the match. And then like the ref and um, uh, Filthy Tom are like checking on Eric Stevens at the end. It looked like he might have copped a bit of a concussion. You said he was like laying down or something. Yeah, he's like. laying under the ring. He's laying under the ropes in his corner for ages. And then the end of the match is uh, violence is forever, essentially just beating the shit out of Lawler by themselves. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, and they, they kind of look pissed off about it, So maybe something happened. Maybe it is bell rung or something like that. And he couldn't finish it. So they had to like finish it on the fly. And maybe that's why they were kind of annoyed or maybe they didn't understand what had happened to him or whatever. And they yeah. were just like, why is this fucked? Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Seems, seems a little bit like calm your horses. Yeah. <laughs> or it could all be a work and yeah. it's on purpose so they could have another match. Who knows? But yeah, I thought it, I thought it was okay. It was cool match. Yeah. Uh, and then Homicide defeats Ethan Page. Um, I hell like Homicide. He's like old school ECW and stuff like that. Mm. Um, there's a great match on ICW No Holds Barred where he like, Waterboards Casanova Valentine in the ring. That's pretty Jesus. killer. We'll do an episode on Casanova Valentine. I love him. Yeah, um, nice. Then the six, six man, man tag, tag team match. So all those serpents. Um, that was reversing all. Who was it? Taurus, Gringo Loco, and KTV. Gringo Loco kind of looks like me if I decided to be a wrestler now and just wear like American flags, but like way more agile than I could ever be. I think. And so drunk you are. That's true. I did, funny story about me, being drunk, big surprise. Uh, I once actually tried to pull off a spin kick on a dance floor at my friend Mark and Emma's wedding. Just, I've never done one before, by the way. But I just thought, like, I was just in the groove or whatever. And for whatever reason, I thought I could do one of these ones. Like, the big, couldn't. Just ate shit. <laughs> so bad. And, like, uh, still momentum, to this day. The momentum of your kicked leg took your other leg with it. Oh, yeah, no, I was trying to do that. Like, I was trying to do this one. 
Oh. Like like I'm in Actual a joke. bleeding through video clip or something oh, like no, that. No, yeah, no. exactly. Let me just say I wasn't and I completely ate shit, but it's still a very fun story that uh, the bride and groom's parents will bring up to me when they see me. <laughs> <laughs> they were the only ones that saw it. Like the, the parents of the, the, the bride and stuff just like, that was amazing when they did that. And Mark and they like, I'm so pissed off I missed it. Oh. I've actually got a history of falling through things at weddings as well. I remember at my friend, uh, another wedding, Owen and Ronnie's wedding, which is in Bremer Bay, they they did it at the local pub and they had up like uh, walls between the real pub and where like the, the wedding was happening. You know, mm. partitions like old Gil would use like yeah. in The Simpsons. Like that's my cubicle wall that I've worked at yeah. forever. Like, oh. Well, anyway, I went through one of those into the pub just like <laughs> I was dead. Look, I'm. I like to dance and when I'm drunk, like or, or sober. But like, I I like spun around or something like that, and I just went through it, and then I just skittered like across like the floor, just into the pub full of locals who were just having a beer, like I normal. Like and I'm just Bremer like, Bay as well. It's just a bunch of old farmer. Oh, it's exactly what it was. Just, just in stubbies and work boots, just like. You're right, mate. Kind who's, of. Who's this dickhead? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they had to like rebuild the wall and get me up and stuff. <laughs> Fuck. Tragedy. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, four minutes. <laughs> four minutes, four matches left. Uh, oh, no, five. Anyway, Jer- that was fine. We'll skip over it. Uh, um, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Remind me of this because I don't Warner. all the way remember, so, but I like Mance Warner a lot. I don't know exactly what... I feel like from what the commentators are saying, there might have been some like kind of feud that was going on. Somewhat, like, someone had told Jerry Lawler, oh, don't go down to this backwater piece of shit show or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. He was in the building. He came out with his... King, his king hat, yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Old school, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, most of the match is outside the ring, and it's yeah. them trying to. Uh, Jerry Lawler like buries this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, like the guy yeah, comes yeah. out. I don't know who Mance Warner is. He's like they kept saying, he's a oh, southern he's, psychopath. Yeah, he's been to the Orient. White beers and lariats, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They were saying he'd been to the Orient because he always wears the silk the jackets. Jacket, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, to uh, the Orient. <laughs> I was, I was like, That's so funny. I was like, okay, and then they're like, oh, he. Uh, if it had been, uh, he's lucky he brought that jacket back when he did. I think those buttons might be made of ivory. They'd be confiscated now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Kevin then. Gill on GCW Commentary's Five. <laughs> he talks so much shit. Like when he talks about uh, MDK Murder Death Kill Gang, uh, Nick Gage just think, he's like. <laughs> say shit like some people say they're a mean gang other people say they're a group of individuals who get together and solve each other's problems <laughs> like minded friends who take care of each other's problems and neither is wrong no no neither is wrong but yeah he's oh, but anyway so yeah Jerry Lawler essentially just beats the shit out of this dude outside the ring for like uh, this match apparently goes for 11 minutes yeah. I think they uh, probably just did it like Jerry Lawler was gonna do it he's a big name and man's just like oh Get beat by General Law. Who cares? Yeah, sure. This is awesome. I so, get to say uh, I wrestled him. Yeah, he uh, at one point he's like choking him out with a uh, like I don't know like a production cable or something yeah. like that. He puts him up against the ring post, tries to crack him in the face with a uh, light beer, and he ducks and glass goes everywhere. Uh, he th- he throws him. Um, I think um, uh, Mance actually tries to whip Lawler at a bunch of chairs. He reverses, throws Law- uh, Mance. Lands on like the chairs, mm-hmm. and then like the chairs slide with him about fifteen feet yeah, back. Yeah. All the all the, six the rows. fans of yeah, they've all moved out of the way. And man, he he had some momentum. He feeds if, it to if him. there were like uh, 
bowling pins at the end. I reckon that would have been at least a, at least a spare. GCW have a history of throwing people into the crowd, which we'll also talk about in the upcoming Doors and Ladders and Chairs yeah. match, but we won't jump that yet. Ever. Like, there's like... It, it felt like it went on for 10 seconds yeah. of him just sliding on this chair. And I kept waiting for the chair to tip over yeah. and him to go on the but floor. But he's just like... <laughs> no, he's, he's on like three chairs, like yeah. sideways with his back on the kind of the chair. The and it just keeps sliding. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> anyway, so he just beats the shit out of him. Uh, I think he gets the old Jerry Lawler low blow in at one point. Yeah, um, right, right. Just yeah, just bullshit. And obviously Jerry Lawler's just talking mad shit like yeah, yeah, he, time, uh, like, all about all the commoners and stuff. He uh oh, the 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 in ring mic, like I could barely hear. Yeah, no, point, it's, it's not well mic'd up. At some point I think one of the fans gave Jerry Lawler a shoe to beat this dude with. Yeah. And Lawler immediately throws it to the back of the crowd. <laughs> and the fan like the fan looks like he dies inside and then <laughs> oh, no. just starts flipping off Lawler as Lawler's just walking away, away looking at the camera. That's like, old school laughing heat. That's like, killer, yeah. Look at this dickhead, just giving me a shoe. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, you never that, see that, that again. Uh, all right, and then it was the doors, ladders and chairs match, which can they not afford tables? <laughs> uh, I think they're cheaper to get them by the door, yeah. to be honest. They just always do use doors. And it, to be honest, I think they break better as well. It makes gonna... sense. Like, well, you have to gimmick the tables to break properly. Yeah, 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 exactly. So and you've go. got, like, all the metal bracing and stuff. It, it, it works and better. Then it, uh, and it, just, it justifies it the need for chairs properly as well. You're like, yeah. you, can't, uh, you can't just put a door on the floor. You've got to put it yeah. on some chairs. Dude, plus, plus it, like, better landings and stuff. I saw a... Uh, it's a your next GCW homework will be the NGI two, which is an all deathmatch tournament. Uh, it was for that one I was playing the promo for before, and in one match, I think it's the Cyclopay match. I don't remember. No, no, no. It's the um, it's the Freedoms Champions Masa Masa Oka's match. It, they literally put a door between the ring and the barricade, covered in light tubes. And like oh, you told me that. splashed through it, and it's like the biggest explosion of glass and wood like I've ever seen in my life. It's literally crazy. But this nice. match was killer. I mean, it, except for obviously like the ending with G Raver. But yeah. like, let's talk about Logan's stunt getting thrown one hundred rows to the back of the of the building. Like, doesn't um, isn't this the one where Shane Mercer, like the Iron Demon, literally picks up Logan's stunt? And runs with him and just throws him into the crowd and like oh. he's like he goes like six rows deep. He might. Did I you might, miss that? I might have missed that part because because that's oh, the whole shit. thing. And they then have a match later. We'll watch it back after this. But he literally just grabs him and he's that biggest dude, like the mm. massive bodybuilding guy, with the smallest guy, and just has him and just like runs across the ring like this and just goes yeet <laughs> like, this bitch empty yeet and like throws it and he goes so far like I guess they've cleared the crowd and like there's wrestlers there and stuff to catch him but it looks amazing because it's from that far back shot and you're yeah. just like hey how can you throw a- who throws a man like that and then they have a one-on-one match later at a show where he also yeets him and he just <laughs> hits like a pillar in this building, like oh. just back on kind of thing. It's crazy. Brutal. <laughs> crazy. But Alrighty. Yeah, yeah no, the G-Raver thing was pretty brutal. Like the, the stream I was watching, it did not come through that well yeah, at all. Yeah. And I was sitting there, I was like, oh, that looked like, that looked like it might've hurt. And then you're like, oh yeah, that was the one where G-Raver got hurt. And I was like, oh, okay. I He's still up, hurt to this I day, I looked man. up a gif of it afterwards. Yeah. Like yeah. just, I found like a little thing of it and I was yeah. like, oh, 
Oh, that looks so much it, worse. It's so unfortunate, man. Like I was listening to like a podcast with him now. Like he still doesn't have feeling in like in his arm, his, yeah. in, in his like hand and stuff. You know, he can't move. He can't hold his wrist up. Yeah, like he's got to do rehab and surgery and stuff. He doesn't know if he'll ever be able to wrestle again. Yeah, that's like funny. and it's so sad. And he talks about it uh, on the Spotlight series podcast that just came out, and and he's like, it wasn't worth it. Like, and he doesn't mean it wasn't worth doing the spot like he's not afraid of glass and ladders and things mm. like that he said on that day they just weren't as thorough as they normally would be yeah he's like they well, could have not had like he caught him so he looked like he got caught on the top of the yeah. ladder or something they like that they just didn't and... have much time and normally they kind of like will plan out where their feet spacing is gonna be and the other guy was a little bit lower and he was a little bit thing and he just could have not done mm. it even at that point but he just went oh, I'll just wing it yeah. And when you wing it, shit goes wrong, right? Exactly. Like, and yeah. he's like, I normally am. I'm not a person that takes unnecessary risk. I think through all of these dangerous spots. I was too casual about it, and it got me. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's it's really sad. Like, I I really enjoy this deathmatch stuff, but I never want anybody to be like legit hurt mm. and legit not doing well. You know, and so it's real sad. He's a, he's an artist and a tattoo artist and stuff like that. I believe he can still like work and stuff because it was like his. Left arm, I think. I hope so, anyway. But um, I thought it looked yeah. like his right. Oh well, fuck. Because I, I thought it looks like it comes from like his kind of like almost his armpit is where it looked like oh. the blood was coming from. But I don't know. Like, well, I hope he can still work. <laughs> G Rafe, if you ever listen to this, I really <laughs> hope you're okay, man. And I, I, I would love to see him back in the ring because, like, the again, I keep going, and I'll show you this match. But we, we will watch it. There's like. Maybe one of the best deathmatches I've ever seen is him and Jun Kasai uh, when GCW went to Japan, like and wrestled Freedoms, and so it's like, like he's got the, on the ropes. Is that the one you're telling me about? Uh, yes, yeah, actually, there is in that one. That's something mm. they do a lot in in Japan. But it's just like G Ravis like blends like lucha and like modern wrestling and deathmatch all together. He was like really kind of individual and really stood out. So I hope he can. Mm come back because I, I was really starting to like his work and was getting like right into it so yeah it's really sad that he's like still out to this day but a good match mm. yeah it was good yeah. I might need to rewatch it yeah, like, yeah. my memory's shocking like one day later and I've forgotten a decent chunk of this well, same I mean I watched <laughs> this like a year ago so <laughs> we're doing pretty well we're five minutes over time so we're gonna keep cruising forward here Gary J and Warhorse they're like a pretty storied rivalry um like in internet wrestling, mm. uh, Warhorse is the current IWTV champion and he sort of like tours around with it to different promotions and, and defends it. At the time though, I didn't know who either of them were. So <laughs> I don't remember it like making any kind of impression on me at all. Did you like this match? Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Like I'd, Hard I, hitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of the context of this is lost on me. Because Yeah. And um, they, they had a long-term rivalry, so it would have been like part of that, I think. And so yeah. for us, maybe at the time, we weren't really knowing what it was about. Yeah. It was like, it was a good match, but like it didn't really stand out to me just because, I don't know, like yeah, I'm not invested in the yeah. story. It was also just following a doors, ladders and chairs yeah, match where somebody got injured at the end and everything was weird and it was kind of brutal. Yeah, yeah. there's guys like running out of the match, bleeding as the rest of the match is going on, I'm pretty sure. G Rover leaves yeah, before yeah. the match finishes. And then I they think. finish it, yeah. yeah, exactly right. But uh yeah, it was it was good. But there's a few of them, like the Homicide and Ethan Page one, like I was kinda of like, Oh, this is cool, but like it's it didn't really stand out to me only because I guess I'm not 
don't know who these people are, so you're yeah. invested. Whereas the uh, like the six man tag match, there was so much like acrobatic shit going on. You're kind of watching. You're going, man, this is insane that they can they're pulling this and off. They can even do it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and then like Lawler, I know who Lawler is because I watched him commentate. Yeah. Exactly, then, uh, you know who Gangrel is. Yeah, like, Gangrel, so these like, ones so are Orange out, Cassidy, yeah. even yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, well, Gangrel versus Orange Cassidy. I feel like we probably talked about that mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, <laughs> we we definitely did. And then and then, then the, um, title the title match, which is which is like my first. Even though the Doors and Ladders match was like on that card, it, I guess was my first American singles death match, like mm. that I had seen, and it really, for me like struck a chord with me, you know, like, like Nick Gage, when he comes out, bro, like, and that, that music's playing and he's carrying the biggest bundle of light. Yeah. You say, and you see the crowd mob him. Like there's not many people that have that kind of connection with the crowd. Right. No. He's like the realest motherfucker in the room. Yeah. No. Kind of. He, he, he got the impression that it was like this. Obviously it's like playing into his, his character. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this looks like the kind of guy who just wants to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Legally, it's kind of not even really a character. <laughs> it's kind of just who he is. He is if you yeah. see interviews, really, he's fucking pretty legit, man. And he's like, "I'll fucking die for this shit, bro." He's like, "If you're gonna enter my ring, I'm gonna take it to you." And he's basically, so, so is, is "I'm he just match wrestling for real." Like, <laughs> is he just white New Jack? <laughs> Kinda, but kind of quite as crazy. Well, not yeah, not quite as crazy. I'm I sorry think... if you're listening to this, New Jack. So New Jack, I'm sorry, bro. I love your work. Your Dark Side of the Ring episode was the best, and I've Bob's mentioned this away. to Travis before. That kind of era where everybody was doing all the drugs while wrestling is some of my favorite wrestling and my favorite stories because bad things happened. It's, and it's, prob- it's probably a good thing that it's over. <laughs> I mean, it's probably but, uh, for the best health wise, considering most of them are dead now, which is really sad, but. Yeah. Good stories. Sorry, everyone that's dead. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> all wrestlers that have died from drug use back in the 90s and, and 80s. Um, I feel like I've got to cut this out. I feel like in today's... <laughs> in today's they're dead. They can't listen and yeah, get angry at us. They've got relatives. In, <laughs> today, in today, I know they're coming for us. It'll be someone else's point. New Jack's... New Jack's faces and feels he'll own this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it um back back yeah. to the match at hand it, it uh he well, yes. he comes across in like he's got integrity and like he Yeah. He is as hard as he says he is. Mm. How did you find right. Effie? I thought it was interesting. I think he's the first wrestler I've watched who's like openly gay. Yeah. And like just mm-hmm. made it part of his character. Like I don't know if there's other gay wrestlers around that are just no no don't make a big deal out of it because i guess it's a manly man sport and uh-huh. they're afraid that they'll i don't know it's just i won't be tolerated or something i don't know i've never heard of a guy being gay on in wrestling before yeah. let alone in the middle of the match in, like, in oh, the middle suck of your dick yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a match with uh like what is it daddy on his uh on his briefs and yeah, yeah. Fishnets. and where so i was just like yeah nice but he goes hard cool. in this, and I don't know yeah. if this was... I'm sure it probably was... I don't know if it was Effie's first death match. It probably wasn't or anything like that. First I ever seen him do anyway. And, like, he goes it. And I saw yeah. an interview with it with, on Ask MDK recently, and Nick Gage was like, you know, I didn't know much about him or, or whatever, or, and people said he's cool and everything. And he's like, he was up for everything. Mm. He was like, good to go. I'll play this promo real quick from Effie. This was my first exposure to Effie, and it's kind of what sort of really made him start to catch fire. Yeah. It's um it's pretty fun. 
Hi, my real name doesn't matter, and I portray Effie. You may be wondering, what's Effie? What does Effie do? Why do I need Effie in my life? Well, thank God I'm here to teach you a little more. Recently, a survey of hundreds of Effie fans and non-fans alike showed a little more data that can help us understand what Effie can provide for your promotion in the upcoming year. In this survey, over 92% said they had a very positive reaction or honest opinion of Effie. Now there's a lot of buzzwords going around when it comes to Effie. Hashtag feminist icon, corporate sponsored superstar, weapon of sass destruction. What do all these nicknames mean? Well, whatever you want them to mean. Because to Effie, they mean money. And that's what we're all here for. <laughs> now don't let that scare you off. You may be worried that Effie's gonna come at a high cost, but his corporate sponsored background and the fact that he sells hella merch make sure that you get the Effie experience for an affordable price. What was that look? Must. Effie can provide wonderful matches with any of your bland, boring competitors, bringing them to the next level so people actually care about them. Effie's always on time, Effie never sets up the ring, and that's to make sure that the guys you're training and the greenhorns that hang around the building that aren't paid to do anything else can actually tell Effie about their dreams while setting up the ring for his match later that night. Now we all want a reaction when it comes to wrestling, and Effie can provide that reaction. Effie's gone into towns that have called him homophobic names over and over, and in a few months time, he was able to convert them all into Effie fans. It's a process we like to call the efficacy of your promotion. How does efficacy work? Well, you bring Effie in for one match that's probably on the lower or mid card just to see how he does. Then you bring him back again because everyone loved everything he was doing. And then, <laughs> after about three months, he'll be your main event and no one will care about anyone else on the card. Obviously, it's a risk the first time, but if you want anyone to care about what you're doing at your promotion, you may as well make the leap now. Let's effify everything you're doing. Whether you bring him in as a big bad baby boy or a sweet liberal lover, Effie will provide everything you need. Effie doesn't have it. Effie is it, because it is my preferred pronoun. It's easy to notice that you see the same fans over and over again at every promotion. We call this a circle jerk. If you're tired of the circle jerk, bring in Effie, because people will actually come in from outside the wrestling world to see the pure spectacle of Effie. Over two years ago, Effie found himself face to face with the Okay, team. anyway, you get the, the gist. I thought this went for like two minutes. It goes for like four minutes. So, But at one point, he's literally like, Effie can come in like a big gay stone called Steve Austin. <laughs> but but he's awesome. And and in yeah. the in this match, they like literally take it to each other, man. It's like yeah. I feel I think that match like was a fair like a it seemed like it was a bit more one sided, but man, he took some he took some brutal shots. Absolutely. And like the big glass pane and stuff. Yeah, yeah like at the end. Yeah. And I like that like Nick puts those tubes on the ring. And then he's like, you know, going through the crowd and blah, blah, blah. And then the next time you see Effie, he's kicking those same tubes into Nick while he's distracted and just... Yeah. Well, I think that's how the match starts. He's, he's yeah, kind of like mm -hmm. has his back to Effie. I think Effie runs and slide kicks Yeah, he does. Him. So the tubes are behind Nick. Nick's like, MDK. And some of the crowd's going wild and chanting for him. And then Nicky, uh, then Effie just like runs, bounces off the ropes, runs and just... Baseball slides yeah. into the tubes and just fucks and then Nick up. Fucking yeah. powder and glass everywhere. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh. And that was the point where I was like, "Have those have those audience members signed waivers?" <laughs> I don't know if I saw one guy really. wearing like a bandana over his mouth, and yeah. I was like, "That guy looks like he knows what's about to happen." Yeah, yeah. Well, in in Japan and stuff, when you go, they'll like you don't have to sign a waiver, but they'll give you like a plastic poncho and stuff to wear like when mm. you're at the front of the ring we've been like pretty close but not like 
on the front row when there's been a, a glass match, and that's on purpose because I don't really feel like getting it in my mouth and yeah. teeth. But um, it is fun. We watched a, a at Freedoms. Was it Freedoms or Big Japan? One of the two, a barbed wire board match between two tag teams, mm. uh, one of which was Takeda and his partner. And I have never seen more like wood splinters like in my life. Like you see like table matches and board matches and there's like a couple of breaks, you know, Devon, get the tables. And they like put through <laughs> These dudes, like this like bolster wood or whatever they had, like these boards made out of plywood, was just kindling at the end, yeah. wrapped in barbed wire, and they're just like going through it, like yeah. and using it as weapons on each other, like stacking two on either side and then jumping from above and like crashing onto dudes. And I'm like, everyone gonna die. And I had like wood chips in my hair and shit. Yeah. It was crazy. So yeah, well, I suppose like that's that's the stuff I haven't had as much exposure to, which was just the full on death matches. Like all I've seen is hardcore matches. The closest. I've gotten to this was maybe like when ECW kind of all the ECW guys kind of came into WWE as well. Yeah. Um, I can't remember any of the hardcore matches from WWE, sorry, WCW, but like <laughs> WWF when they had that old hardcore belt and that like, it was like all the, like your Tommy dreamers came across and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I think they're doing the like 24 hour championship. Yeah, and, and then stuff, like, yeah, Spike Dudley comes up and starts punching guys with brass knuckles out the back. Like yeah. that was kind of my favorite stuff of yeah. WWE at the time, just cause it was funny watching guys <laughs> like sneak up on each other and beat the shit. My, out of my each favorite other, title change run away. in the, in the, the hardcore title. My favorite one was Patterson and Briscoe. If you remember them, the Stooges yeah. of Vince McMahon and, one of them, Briscoe wins it. They they pull some shit and they win it and they go backstage and like they've got a ref with them and Patterson's like, come in, we're going to celebrate. And something they lock the door, lock the door, lock the door. And they're like, he's got champagne and he's pouring it for Briscoe and himself. He's like, to my best friend and blah, blah, blah. And it goes on. And then when he turns around, he glasses him with the bottle, his own friend, and then has the referee come through and then he's the new champion. Oh, just like so stupid, but so funny. So funny, man. So like that kind of stuff is, is so good. But yeah, like that's but like that kind of stuff. When the actual ECW guys came along, and yeah, so you got like Hardcore Holly and Dreamer, and yeah, I don't know, Al Snow Sandman, and, yeah, Al Snow, yeah. Terry Funk, like, yeah. I don't know, was um, Sandman ever in WWE? I mean. I think, I think he, he was in bits, but fuck that guy. Like, yeah. He, yeah, he's got pretty cool for ECW stuff, but he's like said some pretty terrible shit, like, uh, in recent kind of stuff, like, literally before there was, like, four women who were going to, like, uh, headline some impact show or something like that, and he felt the need to go out of his way and tell them how women shouldn't be in wrestling, let alone headlining. So I was like, fuck off, you old dickhead. Okay, like, then. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, you can't wrestle. Like, you just carry around a stick. Like, you're a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, carry around a kendo stick. Exactly. Or but or you've got to be the... Wire? Or something like that. Oh, was it? No, it was a kendo stick. Yeah, exactly. Kendo stick and beers and stuff like that. So it's like, you're a gimmick yourself, man. So, you know. Sandman, if you're listening to this, we'll fight you. Yeah, exactly. Set up the handicap. I'll physically bring that kendo stick and we'll. It'll, yeah, it will be a handicap match. Oh, sure. Right? Straight no, up your ass. It will not be one-on-one. It will be Travis and I together against the Sandman. I don't know how old he is or how infirmed he is, so I want to make sure we're going to win. Oh, just. I don't know. I think he was in the dark side of the ring with New Jack. Oh, yeah, he was. And he was kind of like laughing about New Jack throwing guys off. Yeah, he, he thought it was hilarious. It was like, yeah, he almost killed that guy. <laughs> <Exactly>. Okay, then. <laughs> okay, you fucking suck about. But anyway, 
So we've done a good job of going all yeah. over the place. But Sorry. in summary, the closest would watch more. Before, oh, oh, I think mm-hmm. the closest I got to the death match was the Janela Moxley match. I think that's yeah. the closest I've got. Yeah, to actually, and that match. gets pretty close. The yeah, unsanctioned match where, like, before, the lights like, out. Everything match. I've kind of seen is like thumbtacks, where you kind of someone will get suplexed into thumbtacks yeah, uh-huh. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That was the like most deathmatchy stuff I'd seen previously to that match mm. where he takes off Janela's shoes and then drops him feet first onto the thumb. I hate that. I and hate I feet like, and I hate feet spots. So <laughs> I like it, yeah. And then, uh, oh, sorry, and also the Cracker Jack barrel match where... Oh, yeah, Darby goes through, that, the coffin drops through that barrel. Yeah, <laughs> and then they put the thumbtacks in Jimmy Havoc's mouth and I was like, oh, there can't be a good way to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Do they put it in his mouth and then super kick him in the face or something? No, they uh, they put it in his mouth. They, mm. they've, at this point, they've duct taped him to a chair uh-huh. or gaffer taped him to a chair. They put the thumbtacks in his mouth and then tape his mouth up. Yeah. And then he somehow gets free of the... Somehow. I guess he just wiggles his way out of it or he's got a blade or something like that. Yeah, cuts yeah. his way out of the... Uh-huh seat gaffer uh-huh. and then gets I think moonsaulted into or some shit like that like <laughs> he's like taunting whoever's on the top rope Darby I think he's taunting yeah. him like come on hit me bitch hit yeah, me yeah. moonsaults into him breaks the chair he's out and then I think he spits the thumbtacks he rips off the tape and spits he's them. had them in his mouth the whole, the whole time, time through all and that because you, you think when they're doing they're like they're gimmicking it it's probably not yeah. in well, there they're right kind of like pouring it above his mouth and I was like oh, is he's actually not going to have any yeah. right but then yeah he but legit no, has them, them in his mouth, mouth the entire time and I was like well at which point do you like just accidentally swallow a thumbtack like oh, I know how do you, how do you he's make- loose as though he's a deathmatch wrestler like yeah. he's done some pretty bloody stuff yeah. so yeah I doubt he's worried about it also I'm just and I was like, how, like, can you work that, or do you just have to sit there with thumbtacks? Like, and they're obviously not gimmick thumbtacks. Like, they're stabbing people all over. Oh, they're the place. just real thumbtacks. So how thumbtacks. you do it? Like, how do you gimmick a thumbtack? I mean, you, what go through and cut off every little spike? So blunt the spikes, I guess. Maybe but you still like, don't want it in you. No, like, regardless, you know. All right, these but, dogs again on my ass. Yeah. Anyway, mm. but uh, yeah, no. So that was two cup stuffed. Yeah, two and it was good. Stuffed. So, so I would watch more GCW. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. I'll have to find a better stream. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> 720p. Don't worry. We we won't have to do that. That was only because that one was so old. I've now got uh, an internet wrestling TV subscription, IWTV. Uh, I think you can use promo code Struggle. Shout out to Spotlight Series to get five days for free. Nice one, because Ryan is a very nice man. Um, and and yeah, and check that out. But so GCW have now got shows on there. Not all of them. They didn't have two cups stuffed on there, so I didn't. Mm. That's why I didn't give you that. Um, but going forward, we'll look at stuff they've got, and as shows start to restart, they're going to be regularly putting shows on it. So, so that's really cool. So we'll be able to watch it on that. Can watch freedoms yes. on that. There, there's like lots of cool independent stuff. So yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, so I think maybe your your next homework assignment will be the <laughs> NGI two because I'm watching at the moment. I'm really liking it, yeah, and nice. it's like deathmatch, deathmatch. Yeah. So I. Non-stop deathmatch. This also, just for everybody listening, this isn't going to be an exclusive deathmatch podcast. <laughs> I'm just feeling it at the moment and I'm going back through like a lot of stuff. Um, normally I'm all about New Japan uh, as well, but because they're not running right now, I don't know. I'm not really... 
I go through phases, but I don't. I prefer to watch that stuff live as it comes out. I don't really watch yeah. like the older stuff. I know a lot of guys will go back and watch like the real old uh, matches, and and they do hold up stuff I've seen. But at the moment, I'm just on this tear, so you're Travis is going to have to ride with you're me. You're at a tough point in your life, and you just want to see fuckers bleed. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. <laughs> in quarantine, I would wouldn't have mind slinging a light tube around or two with people trying to come in my store and. Uh, <laughs> And give me COVID nineteen. So <laughs> coming into the shop, yeah, half an hour after they've had their COVID test, oh, with dude. the uh, face mask and a little, what like a little band aid. Yeah, over actually, there. speaking of people, I hate. If you ever listen to this podcast? <laughs> fuck you for doing that. <laughs> Rafe hereby challenges you to a death. Yeah, match. exactly. Uh, whoop you! But that that, that was juice. actually a real story, and it's like even if you don't feel sick, you felt sick enough to go and do that test. So you need to go home and directly to home until you get a clearance. Not one hour after you've had the test. Like, oh yeah, just had that COVID test. Get out of here. You're we fine have with, you're fine with me coming in and touching all of your product, yeah? Yeah, I can just play these acoustic guitars without sanitizing myself. Oh, yeah, sweet. Okay, whatever. So anyway, thanks to everybody for listening. This was lots of fun, Travis. Thank you for... I feel like you've brought me back from my hangover. I'll probably be able to finish those last three hash browns now. You going to have one? No, no, I can't have hash browns. Why not? Uh, I used to work at Macca's. The smell. Oh, you're like me with mm-hmm. Jester's pies. Yeah. Like I, I can't actually can't physically go into the store and n- not feel bad. As much as I love potato and mm. fried goods, yeah. I can't have deep fried potato. Yeah, wow, that's because you did eat a McMuffin this morning or two, uh, two bacon and egg two bacon egg McMuffins in lieu, but, but, of, in lieu but not of one, the hash brown. In lieu of a hash brown, I had two bacon. You had egg no choice but to have another entire muffin. <laughs> Nicely done. If they had given me one mighty muffin, yep. I would have been fine. But. But Apparently they don't make those after, after 10.30. After 10.30, you can't put sausage and bacon together with some sauce on it. Even though you can make two separate muffins with the exact same ingredients, <laughs> they I'm cannot sure be. I'm sure I could have said, all right, can you please give me a bacon egg muffin, add sausage, add that sauce, and they would have gone, okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But no, that's what you should have done when they refused it. You would have gone... Well, then could I get a bacon and egg McMuffin, add this, add this, and they're like, holy shit, he's figured it out. <laughs> well, at this point, I was like, I've taken a wrong turn. I got stuck behind a guy who broke down. So I had to go to Great Eastern because I, oh. I missed the Guildford Road turn off because no. the guy was driving slow. This is derailing the podcast. Yeah, okay. Mate, hang on. You can tell me the story about your <laughs> breakdown after this. Let's end this podcast because we were going to do it for an hour and it's now an hour and 24 minutes. So thank you for coming and doing this with me. No I think we'll do it again, right? Like this has mm. been this has been really fun talking about like wrestling yeah. stuff. So we'll do some homework and talk about some other the stuff. The only time we get to talk shit is when I uh, call you and then forget why I'm actually calling I for know. legitimate And work it works. Business. There's all kind of pressures. We need to run and do stuff. So it's actually fun to just talk about it and let the conversation cruise. So thanks mm. for coming past, man. Thanks to everybody who's listened. Follow us on the uh, social media gimmicks. Uh, I've already forgotten what they are. They are Faces Feels uh, on Instagram, Faces Feels on Twitter, and facesandfeels at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Hopefully I got that right. If I didn't, uh, you'll figure it out. I don't know what to tell you. What was our fashion? What was the fashion one going to be called that I said? Heels and... 
there, there could be a new next time I'm on the podcast. There could be a new segment where we oh review, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where we review wrestlers' fashion sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was gonna be it was gonna be heels and faces or something. Heels like. and something. Yeah. Anyway, it was a good joke at the time. We have both forgotten what it is, so that was a nice way to end the podcast. Oh, non-stop jokes. We can't really expect it to remember them all. Mate, we're like, it's, it's like a fucking joke factory up in here. That's not even a joke. I was going to I am ruining the end of this podcast. I'm going to play the music. Thank you for listening. Listen again if I ever release this or release anything else. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.